Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Garcelle Beauvais from The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. She's also a co-host of The Real. She has her own podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle, which was a fellow Webby Award honoree in the Best Interview Podcast category alongside We Should Talk. So we were in the same company there, and she does, she's so great. She's such a legend, and we weren't really allowed to talk about Housewives because she was not promoting Housewives. She was promoting her work with Tenna, talking about you know, stigma around women's issues as, as they get older and, and things like that. And we still had a great conversation, but if you're looking for a housewives tea, you're not going to get it here. We, I did, I did check in with her about housewives and, and sort of how she's, how she's feeling and also like preparing for the reunion. But other than that, there's not so much housewives, but I think it's still such a great discussion about important stuff. You know, where it's housewives is still one of the only places on TV where women of a certain age get to be their full, messy, imperfect, you know, whatever selves, they, they get to show any part of their life they want. And, you know, that's still kind of a rarity on TV if you really think about it. And so to have her kind of speaking on, on, on that portion of it, uh, it was really interesting to hear about. She clearly is kind of turning a different corner in her career. Like it was, it was fueled by Housewives, but now she's on The Real and now she has her podcast. And she's really, instead of being known as an actress and for the characters that she plays, she's known for herself. And I think that, that has totally changed her career in a really great way. And she's clearly enjoying herself. So keep listening for my interview with Garcelle Beauvais, star of The Real Housewives of Beverly Beverly Hills, co-host of The Real, host of Going to Bed with Garcelle podcast, and please enjoy it. And also, please rate and review and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're here with Garcelle Beauvais, who is a true multi-hyphenate in Hollywood. She is co-host of The Real, an actress, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and a podcast host. Garcelle, how are you? I'm great, Gibson. How are you? I'm great. As a, as a longtime fan of Housewives, it's 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 fun to always get to meet you guys. But for I feel like I've been aware of you since long before the show even existed. So it's extra special to really to be able to ha- have time with you because you're 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 such a you're such a presence in Hollywood and have been for so long. So um, it's Thank really fun. You. Yeah, I, I I've been here for a minute and I'm thrilled to be here with you. And you're, and you're, and you're, I feel like you've never, I feel like your, your stock right now is so high and your time is so valuable as well. So, um, so Garcelle, you know, I think whenever I, whenever I interview somebody who's on one of the Housewives show, I just like to check in. And obviously today is not about Housewives, but when you're, when you're in season, when it's airing, it's, I know it's a lot for you guys. I know there's a lot of extra commentary and feedback happening. How are you, how are you doing just now that the season is really kind of in the thick of it? I am doing better today. Had you asked me last week, I would have been like, mm, I'm not so sure. Um, you know, it's um, it's a fun show. It's also a tough show. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one thing, you know, to shoot it. It's another thing for it to air. And then you find out what people are saying. And then the world weighs in. So it's multi-layered and sometimes the world weighing in can be a little tough on your on your psyche and your spirit. I'm sure, but you must feel kind of like now that this is your second go around that you must feel like you're at least more used to that process, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming? A little bit. I mean, I think okay. it's always hard because, you know, as an actor, you're a character and people are, if they talk about the character, you're like, so what? That's not me, right? Totally. And this is different because it's really, truly you and your character as a person. So that can sting a little bit, but I think that's part of what people love about the show is the fact that they feel so invested, you know, I wish they would do this more. I wish they would sort of like 
root for their favorites, yell at the TV, but don't write about it on Twitter. Exactly. You know, I think, and, and, nice. to, and to me, it's sort of like, at the end of the day, we all enjoy this show. And so I, I, I think it's good to uplift everybody who's on it, you know? And so that's what I wish more people would, would kind of feel. And, you me know, again, too. today, yeah. And, and, you know, today is not, obviously we're not, we're not here to talk about the housewives. And I, but I do think that one thing that has to do with what we're talking about yeah. is, is, is that people do sort of dismiss the show. People who aren't fans of the show dismiss it as being sort of superfluous or maybe bad or bad for female representation or maybe exploitative. But I think that if you, if what they don't realize is that the show really is still one of the rare instances on TV where women above a certain age can really be their full, imperfect, messy selves, yeah. just like anybody else is. And I think right. that that to me is one of the biggest positives of all of these shows. And I'm curious for you, because you are so open about some of some quote unquote taboo topics. Yeah. Was that, was that something that went through your mind when you decided to join the show or was that, is that an appeal of this platform that, that comes with being a housewife? You know, what's really interesting is I never even thought about it that way until you just said it right now. Mm. So what I do feel is great about the show is it's right. We have women over a certain age and normally you, you're put to the side at this age. And it's really refreshing to see women, you know, being independent, successful, you know, all the women have businesses and we're all doing things. So it's really, I wish that inspirational, aspirational part of it was highlighted a little bit more because you're absolutely right. We all look great. Um, we take care of our bodies. We do all these things. And it's really uh, great to highlight that, that you don't have to be in your 20s uh, to be living a really good life. And I think that's why, you know, I partnered with Tenna because I feel like we also talk about real things on that show, you mm -hmm. know, whether Absolutely. it's what you're going through with a relationship, we talk about sex, we talk about all these things. And I think so many times, like you said, there are taboo subjects that we don't talk about, like aging and menopause and incontinence. I mean, like all those things that happen to everybody, but we're so embarrassed to talk about it. We're right. like, when you say your age, you kind of like blurt it out real quick. And I think we need to stop doing that because it is a privilege to be here right now at this age. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, it, and it, there's, it, it, it just makes no, if you really think about it, it just makes no sense for there to be stigma around talking about your age and, no. and what have you, because you learn so much with age and like, I'm still in my twenties and I still feel like I have so much more to learn. And like, I'm like, you know, people talk about absolutely you do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like I'm, but I'm excited for that. And I think that that makes the as the decades come, like that makes it more value, a more valuable lived experience, you know, and you must feel that. I definitely feel that. And listen, what's the alternative, right? You're either right. gonna age or you're not. And I think that's what's really important that we have to really stop focusing on the age and focus on where you are. What are the milestones for you and what's happening in your body, what's happening in your life? And this past year and a half, we've all been cooped up at home. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like women especially have been doing a lot, whether it's homeschooling, taking care of the family, you know, going food shopping or ordering in. And we, I feel, and I don't know if you agree with this, but we tend to work a lot longer from home because you're not taking a lunch break. You're not leaving and driving home, yeah. all those things. So we tend to be working a lot more. And I feel like also this past year and a half, women have not put themselves first. We take care of the kids and everything else. And even like with doctor's appointments, a lot of people didn't do it because out of being nervous about being totally. in a doctor's office or just being out of the house that it's time for us to 
do self-care and self-care is not just, you know, glam and working out. It's also taking care of your body and knowing what your body needs and talking about it, you know, making it, you can talk to your girlfriends. If we're talking and we're having lunch, why can't we talk about, Hey, listen, are you, did you start feeling, you know, any menopausal uh, symptoms? I think we should be able to talk about stuff like that and not make it so taboo and also not make it so unsexy. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's, 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 it's almost like a reframing that needs to happen, you know? And I think that you're, you're kind of at the forefront of that. It's just sort of like, just think about it differently. Like, yeah, we're all primed to think about these things, especially women are primed to think about like menopause as something that you, that, that you should dread, but like, I I feel like it's just about a a re a rejiggering of the mind, you know? (laughs) Exactly. I, I love that. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I love going to bed with Garcelle. And I think that, that to me, like that is the sort of maybe the avenue that I feel like you, 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 you ask these really direct question of all your guests. Like, it's like you have Andy Cohen on and you're asking whether he's a top or a bottom, but then you also have, you have, doc, you have Dr. Jacqueline Kim Whitley on and you're talking about, you know, pretty intense, like sexual topics that, yeah. that, you, that, that you know, to, if, if you, I think generally you don't really hear three black women talking about that in a really open forum a lot of the time. And so I no. think with, do you feel like with going to bed with Garcelle, do you feel like that sort of represents like your most unfiltered, unedited place to really ask those kind of direct questions? Yes, for sure. And sometimes I wake up in a cold sweat because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm really happy. I mean, this was something that I was doing at home once a month. I'd have girlfriends over at the house or couples or an eclectic group. And we'd end up gossiping drinking, reading, and talking about sex. So it really has morphed into this great podcast that I think everybody leaves feeling a little bit more liberated because these are the things I didn't grow up talking like this. Like my mom never talked about sex. We never talked about body things, which is also another thing about if you don't hear your parents talking or your mom talking about menopause or any of those things, then it feels like it's something you should never talk about, right? So I think with the podcast, um, keeping it real, like, you know, what we're doing with Tenna, having those real conversations about what happens with your body is all a way of saying it's okay. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. You are always so open on the real, on going about with Garcelle, on Housewives and your work with Tenna. And we're talking about these taboo topics for women. And I'm curious for you. I mean, you said growing up, you guys didn't talk about sex or anything like that. I kind of in your household, when you entered the industry, is, was there like a moment that you kind of early, early on remember sort of like realizing that there were different standards for women when it came to talk, talking about sex or certain topics? Like, do you remember a, a moment from early on in Hollywood? Yeah, I don't remember a specific moment, but I know for me, you know, like you said, growing up, we weren't allowed to talk about it. And, and also growing up, I learned that, you know, women were having sex to please the man, right? Right. And it wasn't as until I got older, went to New York and started feeling myself, if you will, um, (laughs) that I realized that there's power in owning your sexuality. There's power in owning, you know, your your body and feeling comfortable with it. So it, it became an evolution over time that I felt comfortable enough um, that my mother wouldn't be, you know, behind me with a stick <laughs> that, <laughs> I talk, that I could talk about it. And it was totally. okay. And it's been really sort of liberating to be able to own your sexuality and talk to women about it. And 
And I have men that, you know, listen to my podcast and go, I've learned so much. And I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. And like, and, and again, it's like, you're talking about things that literally don't even get talked about. Like, it's like, they're probably, like, they're probably getting talked about in like different corners of the internet, but like in a main, in a mainstream setting, like you really don't hear these conversations. And it's like, these are things that people want to hear about. They just are too afraid to ask. You know? yeah, and I think so many times when women are together and not all women, of course, but it's right. like, oh, I love your bag. I love your shoes. You know, how are the kids? But we don't even we don't check in and say, you know, boy, we're now in our 50s and things are changing. I wake up in the morning. There might be a little ache where I'm feeling, you know, menopausal, uh, you know, symptoms like mm -hmm. we need to be able to talk about that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not anything that's happening just to you. And I think the more we have those conversations, our kids will also feel comfortable. So we're going to pass it on to the next generation. And I, I feel like for me, partnering with Tenna, this is exactly what we want to talk about in terms of mm -hmm. like what's happening to women's health. And self-care is not just taking a bath and working out. And, you know, it's about really taking care of yourself and going to the doctor and, you know, check doing a checkup and having a list so that you talk to your doctor about it when you're there. So all those things I feel are really important. Yeah, it really is a health thing too. And I think I think what's, what's interesting that you said earlier was you said that, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of us like skip doctor's appointments and things like that for various reasons. And, you know, now it's like, we're seeing we're seeing kind of like the horizon open up and 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 like and it's it thank god and we're all having more fun and we're seeing people but it's sort of like i think we're all sort of jumping back into the fun but we're not remembering sort of those other things that we maybe put on the back burner too right exactly 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 right so for me i mean i think part of what i've learned to do even if it's like five minutes 20 minutes taking time for me um, whether it's listening to music or saging or anything, just really sort of coming back into me. I think that's really important. Definitely. And Garcelle, I'm curious for you because, you know, obviously, you, again, you've been around in, in Hollywood for a long time as, as an actress, at playing characters and, and, you know, as part of really popular projects and, and movies and shows. But obviously Housewives and now The Real, you are now known on a different level for Garcelle. And I feel like people are going to, it's kind of multiplied in the ways that people are knowing your personality and who you are beyond the characters that you play. And I'm curious if if you feel like that has sort of opened you up to having more of these dialogues to, to like, like be, because you do have these platforms where you can be yourself and not somebody else. Absolutely. I think that's what's really been sort of like the transition for me, you know, because yeah. it's one thing I feel like actors are in a way put in a box and you kind of see them in the window. But when you're doing, you know, a talk show, a daily talk show five days a week, um, you're really giving your opinions, right? It's mm -hmm. all what I feel and, you know, whether it relates to me or how I make it relate to me, whatever topic we're, we're discussing. And it has become that people really are getting to know me as well as housewives. You know, yeah. you're, they're in my house. The cameras are in my house. They're in my car. Um, they get to see the good and the bad and, you know, all that. So I do feel like people are getting a different glimpse of who I am. And it must be fun for you on the reel to be able to do that with three other women who like, again, like, it's just like, it's such an open forum. And it's just I, it, like, one, do you, you must feel really bonded with these women, but two, like, it must feel also good to have this other sort of club of, of a tight knit group that you can really yeah. kind of trust too. Yeah, totally. And that's, what's really been great. Even though we're all women of color, we all have, you know, diverse 
thoughts and, and, yeah. and different ways of seeing things. And that's what's been really fun. And we do so, even if we disagree, we disre- disagree respectfully, which is really great. Yeah. And they've learned some things, I've learned some things. So it's been really, it's where I'm supposed to be. I love that job more than anything. It's been really, yeah. really fun. And it was fun. And now you get to cross pollinate. You had Adrian and you had Jeanine on, uh, or Jeannie on, um, on Going to Bed with Garcelle. Yes. And it, you, again, it, it's sort of like this, like it all kind of feeds itself, which must be really fun for you. It's like all your worlds are sort of blending. Yeah, it's really, really great. I have to get the housewives on the podcast. I have to see who is willing to divulge about their sex life. <laughs> who would be your top choice for that? Uh, I would love Erica. She's not doing any press right now, but I right. would really love Erica. I would really love Sutton because I'd be curious of what she's doing in the bedroom. <laughs> and you guys have struck up that. Is that she more- rolling while she's in the bedroom? Hey, I mean, whatever, whatever gets you there. You know, it's like she, she loves that roller. She um, loves I've never seen that thing before in my life. I think. It's <laughs> what about a dream guest for going to Garcelle, going to bed with Garcelle that is not a housewife? Is there somebody who you would just love to have on and pick their brain? Yeah, I just had Chelsea Handler on. It hasn't aired yet, but oh, holy be good. cow, that woman is amazing. I wanted to know why is she always, always naked. I'm like, how are you that confident? <laughs> how is it that possible? That is um, two open books cow. meeting I mean, each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Michelle Obama, hello. Oh, amazing. I would love to have her. We're getting Tiffany Haddish. It's, we're really getting really great guests. So it's it's going to be really fun. That's amazing. And, and you know, I, I, me- I meant to say this at the beginning, but we are fellow official Webby Award honorees in that same, in the same category. Uh, we, hey, we, we both, they, I mean, you too. And, and I was, when I, when that came out and I saw that you were right next to me, I felt pretty good having you. It, it, that's, that's amazing company. And I, um, and I feel the same way. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so I, but I think that speaks to just sort of like the level of your podcast and level of interview that you do every week. And, you know, people are recognizing that and that's, yeah, that must feel really nice, right? validating. Yeah. For you too. Right. It's like, you could be working, you know, working, working. And then somebody says, Oh my God, I saw whatever you're doing. And it's amazing. That feels so good. Yeah. Especially when you're, you're really kind of putting your whole career behind it. And that, that is sort of, and I feel like for you again, you're, this is sort of a transition for you where you're, yeah. you're, you're really embracing this different kind of platform for yourself. So again, to have that, that praise, you know, you're doing something right. And I feel like you must get that feedback from fans too. Yeah. It's been really nice. It's been really, really great. If I could get Michelle Obama, that would be amazing. Imagine that. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm not, never say never because never I, think that, never. I think it could totally happen. You know, winding down, I think, you know, you're, you're using all these different platforms to, to, t- to talk about open, open up issues that nobody wants to talk, that nobody is willing to talk about, but they yeah. want to. And, you know, you have the real, you have your podcast and they're, and they're growing and you have housewives. And, and if you look at your housewives experience, what sort of, what would you pinpoint as being sort of like your, your, the thing you like most about it and the thing that maybe you wish was different about it? What I love most about it is I love that we have eight independent modern women with their own ideas, their own opinions, and we're doing our thing, right? Yeah. And if I had to say the worst part is, you know, some of the the drama, some of the drama that, you know, that happens through social media, that can be kind of hard. And then of course, the mother of them all, the reunion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Talk about self-care. I'm gonna do self-care for three months before that thing happens. <laughs> I mean, and you had you had such a different experience doing that last reunion, I feel like you your first reunion being that virtual one, that that's tough. That was vir- yeah, virtual was tough, but I can 
imagine that being in person could be tough too, but um, I'm going to be ready for it. And uh, I think it's going to be, you know, exactly what it's supposed to be. Definitely. Well, Garcelle, um, you know, there are so many different ways for people to interact with the stuff that you're doing listen, watch, follow where what do you want to plug and tell me tell me where people can follow you after listening to this um people can follow me on instagram at uh, at garcelle and of course please listen to uh going to bed with garcelle on spotify apple anywhere and also please go to tenna.usa for more of the messaging that we're relaying today because that's really important well garcelle it was so fun to get time with you despite yeah, our technical technical difficulties thank you so much and um enjoy the rest of your week it, it was really right. fun to talk to you you too. Bye. Yeah. Congrats again. Bye, Thank you. Bye. You too. Thank you so much for listening. For more celebrity interviews, subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us as any show of support you can give us would be greatly appreciated. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow In The Know at In The Know on Twitter and at Watch In The Know on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time.